Welcome back to Mostly Sports. Those will be your Nolan Selvin and Matt Malcolm. You're listening to us on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Got to Nolan? Um, B. B. A little fast. Fast. That was a little fast. Yeah. 86. 86. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're off to a good start so far. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have a lot of sports going on right now, but we are coming up on the NBA playoffs, and there's kind of a, lo- a fair amount to talk about in the NBA. Um, first, we're going to start it off with hitting the founding, well, if you will, the founding ballers of, of Philadelphia, <laughs> James James and Joel. What a, what a dynamic duo they've been so far. And then we will round it out by talking about Kyrie and the Brooklyn situation. Matt's got some spicy things to say about that. Well, I guess we all do, really. Um, and then we'll finish off with our favorite topic: uh, the Lakers are bad. So <laughs> that's my favorite segment. That's, that's fair. Yeah, the, the Lakers being bad is our favorite segment. Um, so tune in for that, and then <laughs> we'll finish out the show today, of course, with our shot clock. Before before we get to our infamous shot clock segment, we'll hit you up with a guess who, and boy, it's going to be a good one this week. I, I got a feeling. My spidey yeah. senses are just are tingling a little bit. I don't know. You always think that, and then we always get it. So in like well, five, yeah. Well, last week's asterisk win was, you know, a fair, a fair. Well, it was an exception for sure. Um, but anyway, let's just dive right into it. Founding ballers of Philadelphia, James and Joel. Why? Pat, you want to read off the last stat line for James? What was it? Sixteen assists, ten rebounds, twenty-eight points. I and think five, that is right. And five steals. And five steals. Yeah, I. So is it just the founding ballers just because – did you come up with it? I just came up with that. Yeah. Okay. No, dude, it's a thing. <laughs> We're making it a thing. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here mostly sports first. Uh, trademark. Can you do that? Can uh, you just say trademark? <laughs> hashtag trademark, hashtag copyright. Copyright. What's yeah. the difference? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know the difference between copyright I and do not trademark? Know. I do not know the difference. I don't want to get in legal trouble. Yeah, I'm no, so I'm no lawyer. I rescind trademark and uh, copyright. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the <laughs> founding ballers. Um, Joel Embiid. MVP Joel Embiid? Yeah, I think so. Really? really? I do. <laughs> As of right now. Okay, all right. It's, What's the case? It's really, really tough to choose someone between Giannis, Jokic. Well, really between those two. I guess, hmm, maybe I do think it should be one of them. So what is Joel doing to be the MVP this year? Like o- like over Steph? Everything. Oh, really? st- yeah. In my mind, unfortunately, I have to be unbiased. I don't think Steph should be in the conversation. Really? No, not this year. He no. just broke the record. Yeah, he broke the record, but I don't know. They're Wait, not... In a, so for the end game? Yeah. All-Star game doesn't count. That's true. Well, I'm not talking about the All-Star game. I'm just saying most threes ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, this season. Yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, they, I don't know. It's just, I think the other people have been more impressive, hmm. honestly. I'm a big, I'm on the DeMar DeRozan train. Oh, that's a, that's a great point. DeMar DeRozan is definitely. Yeah, but honestly, top. I think it'd be really tough to vote. It's just hard to choose. Like, you, you can't go wrong, really, with, like, five guys, plus Ja, for sure. Yeah. Ja Morant. Would you put Ja on the top? I don't know. Some people could say, like, like you could say he's top five. You could, MVP, but it'd be really tough. Year. It just fills up so fast yeah. with, with guys. Yeah, that's true. On the list that I saw, I think Ja was sixth, and Chris Paul was fifth. And not now that Chris Paul's hurt, he should probably be out of the conversation. You think James Harden could ever come back to his prior form? 
I don't know. I mean, it's looking it's looking like he's, he's not there. playing terrible. Yeah, I mean, he's, not. he had a great two first games. Dude, his just like his slim chunk, slim chunk back and forth is just unreal. It's really kind of impressive. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just when he moves to different cities. Yeah. Do you think he wore a fat suit when he was in Houston? I don't think so. What do you mean? What do you mean wear a fat suit? Like when people were taking pictures of him? Yeah, because and then literally two weeks later, he was just like cut, and it was <laughs> like I, maybe he just wore a bunch of layers and warm ups. I think it was layers and it was probably some weight fluctuation. I mean, I think you can. Here's two what, weeks is a fair amount of time. I it's think. true. Here's what Demar should do. He should do that. He should get a little a little chunk over the summer. And then come back next year and play as well as he did this year. MVP. Guaranteed. Because <laughs> people would be like, look at this transformation. <laughs> look at this transformation. That is pretty true, actually. So he should just tank his personal stats, eat McDonald's twice a day, and then guaranteed MVP next year. Two a days over the summer. Two days. Yeah. <laughs> Two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put it in that work. Burger in each hand. <laughs> and then come back, win the MVP. Hands down. Unanimous. Second ever. Wait, Steph was the first ever unanimous, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Unanimous MVP. Yeah. Jamar should keep still like keep getting credit. It, it, he's not gonna win it. It's a long shot. Yeah, it is. That's the thing. If if the Bulls finish top of the East. Which they are they are currently and, and it doesn't seem like it could stay that way it could likely. yeah i think the the thing that is working against demar is you know for better or for worse zach levine and vucevic being on the team Vuci. where whereas i don't know i think people are giving a lot of credit to those guys yeah. with like i mean with Giannis, you can't really point to or Jokic. i mean it's true it is true that um i think that Sometimes um, it just turns into the best, the best player on on the worst or the bad team. Yeah, but yeah. I was actually so one of our housemates sent us that um, sent us a list of what like the last twenty years of MVPs. Yeah, and the only reason I was saying that is because I was just thinking back to Russ and how he won it with like a bad team. Right, and were they like the six? They were the, I think they were the six. Okay. Either five, six, or seven. Yeah. <laughs> but historically, it's always the best player on the best team. Yeah, it's true. And I don't think that it necessarily should be that way. So if that's the only reason that DeMar would win it, like, I, I, I think that it has been a lot more than that. But yeah. you don't want to just be, like, best player on the best team. Right. I think that the name can sometimes be misleading. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about the words most valuable player. Yeah, like, what does it mean? Right. Because, I don't know, to his team, DeMar's probably not the most valuable. Yeah. But is that really how it's I mean, supposed to be? If you're talking most valuable, it's like, should Draymond Green be a top like right. a, a top five MVP candidate every year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, who, who would be more valuable on the Bulls than DeMar DeRozan? Zach Levine? Well... Well, that's not that's not exactly what, like just compared to other teams. Yeah, right. So if you take like the Bucks' second best player, who would be who? Like Chris Middleton. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, Chris yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going <laughs> to say? You. Yeah. I was thinking Bobby Portis this season. As of right now, <laughs> That's fair. No. As but of yeah. right now, it is Bobby Portis. It's Yeah, it's true. But historically, Chris Actually, Middleton. Probably it's probably Chris Middleton. Yeah. But Pat like, Connaughton? <laughs> Zach Levine's much better than Chris Middleton. So yeah. that's kind of the thing. And then after Chris Middleton, I mean, Bobby Portis isn't amazing. Yeah. Like, Vooch is way better. So by that logic, then it's like, oh, tomorrow, like, you can't win it. But yeah. that just seems kind of stupid. Yeah. Because he's not a super team. Yeah. The Bulls right. are not a super team. Ah. Yeah, that's interesting. How are the Bulls a super team? Okay. Because their, stop, their, their top five is pretty stacked. The top five. Starting five is pretty stacked. And their bench is good. I don't know. I don't think you can call it a super team with a bunch of guys who have never won a ring. That's an interesting point. Zach Levine doesn't have a ring. Vucevic doesn't have a ring. Super team. Super team is thrown around way too much. Absolutely. I was just saying, like, I can understand the argument that the Bulls are, like, I don't know, kind of stacked. Right. And I'd say they're a good team, but until they can put the pieces together and get to the second half of the playoffs, I think there's something to be said too for like super teams are traditionally built up really fast i yeah. think it's like oh let's all just go here yeah you know what i mean yeah so they kind of fit that mold yeah i but, mean all it took was last yeah. year's trade deadline and there it was yeah and then demar came over the summer summer with lonzo yeah oh yeah back-to-back days <laughs> those are a good couple oh, of days okay this is a change of topic yeah zion's very much under the radar right now He's been, I think he's been rehabbing in Portland. I think that is right. He's been out west, away from the team. He's getting a lot of flack. He had, like, J.J. Redick, who has his, like, NBA podcast. He was on, oh, gosh, he's on The Jump, maybe, I think, Um, which is, like, an ESPN basketball talk show. Yeah. Um, And he was just talking about, how Zion was like a closed off teammate. Hmm. And it's like, also the guy's 21 years old. People just kind of rip into him. I don't know. I think Zion gets, I guess, I don't know. Maybe he could no, do things you. a little bit differently, but he's 21 years old. He's had a really like tough time tough in the NBA so far. Yeah. Except when he's playing, he's incredible. Right. And people are talking about how like, yes, Jaw's having an incredible season, but People are just, uh, of course, at this time, at this point in time, yes, Jaw was the best player out of that draft. Right. Simply because he's played. Zion, last year, in his, what, second year? Yeah. 27 points. Yep. Shooting, like, what, 60%? As a 20-year-old. Yeah. I mean, unreal. Yeah, it really was. He's going to come back, and he's going to be good. And people are people just keep forgetting about that, and they're just being really hard on him it's frustrating yeah it's i don't know i mean he seems like a great guy i don't know yeah. how it happened that it just became like cool to talk about how zion's fat and can't stay on the court even people like uh, even people in new orleans are like yeah getting kind of getting kind of like i yeah i wouldn't blame him for leaving new orleans right yeah. at all and it'd be it'd be fun to see zion on like a new team yeah. maybe detroit detroit would be really detroit cool has be interesting the cap space <laughs> We have the cap space. That would be a dream come true. <laughs> Think about that. Cade Cunningham? That that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah. 
Cade Cunningham, <laughs> Jeremy Williams Grant, and whoever, Zion Williamson. Whoever they get this year in the draft. I mean, they'll have... Unless we need to trade that. Yeah, that's true. To get Zion. To get Zion. Which would be understandable and totally fine by me. Yeah. Like, yes, a gamble. I would take that any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, Nolan made a good point a couple weeks ago. I was talking about how the CJ McCollum trade that the Pelicans made might have kept Zion's season alive, honestly. Like if... Well, they haven't ruled him out, have they? It sounds very unlikely. Okay. But I could see a case where they make the playoffs. Yeah. And he would have more incentive to come back. For sure. Which would be really cool. It so- it doesn't it sounds like he's doing a little bit better cuz he was not doing well. Right. Um and then he needed like a second injection, I think, in his oh foot. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, no, he I mean, I'm not denying that he was <laughs> a little out of shape. We all saw the Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> but, I mean, he's always been big. Yeah. I, I don't think Zion's gone. No, I don't think so either. And he will, I mean, one, presumably once he can do stuff again, he'll yeah. get back into shape. I mean, was he an all-star last year? No. Because of injury, probably? I think so. he had all-star numbers. Yeah, for 100%. sure. 100%. Yeah. For sure. Now, before we get into the Kyrie Irving situation, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 11.7 FM. This is Mostly Sports, hosted by Ian Runcast, Nolan Sullivan, and Matt Malcolm. And let's just dive right into it. Kyrie Irving. Matt, you want to tell us what's going on? Yeah, super weird stuff going on in Brooklyn, it sounds like. The mayor of the city is... So, just brief recap. I think everyone knows. But Kyrie declined to get the vaccination. Wasn't allowed to play any games at first. Then the Nets brought him back. Oh, that was a team decision. Then the Nets said, okay, you can play the road games where there are not vaccine mandates. So he started doing that as a part-time player. And... Now, the mayor of the city is lifting the vaccine requirement. So, for a couple of days, it was like the talk of the NBA, like right. Kyrie's coming back for every game, uh, which was really cool. But just came out today that apparently the mayor of the city is worried that it will appear like they're making special exceptions for Kyrie. And so, <laughs> Kyrie will not be allowed to play in the home games. Even though it's the exception to the vaccine mandate that they're lifting. Yes. So really, he's an exception of an exception? Is that what the mayor's saying? That's, that's kind of what it sounds like. I I thought that it was wild. I, like, I didn't really believe that the mayor would have actually issued a statement about Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Yeah, single yeah. player. Yeah. But I think that just goes to show, like, I don't know. I mean, when the mayor of the city is making decisions based a, on one about singular a person, person, when there are 8 million people in the city, that, I don't know, it's just remarkable yeah yeah i guess that's all i'll say yeah it would yeah remember we are uh we're we don't say the c word on this show that's right i didn't say it did i no you didn't cool i think we can say the v word (laughs) vaccine yeah Yeah. vaccine yeah and um we already said vaccination yeah vaccination vaccine status um all of the above passport vaccine passport right yeah but we can't abuse the point is, in New York, it no longer exists. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. so I thought it was, I didn't believe that the mayor would actually have a personal quote about one player. Yeah. And here it is. It would send the wrong message just to have an exception for one player when we're telling countless, when we're telling countless number of New York City employees, if you don't follow the rules, you won't be able to be employed. And the rules are that you don't need the vaccine. The rules are changing. Yeah. No. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Like, dude, you are changing the rules. I'm confused. 
paint me confused. Steve Nash is also confused, in case <laughs> yeah. you're wondering. Rightfully so. Maybe uh, maybe this will make me go to law school and become a lawyer. <laughs> lawyer or liar? Lawyer? What is, that, is that your Boston accent? Liar? <laughs> <laughs> Some people definitely say lawyer. I am not one of those people. I it it kind of sounds like liar. <laughs> I said it as a joke. Like, like someone who tells lies. Like oh. a liar. I thought that's what you said at first. Which would not send a good message. Which would not send a good message to lawyers. For a lawyer. Out there. Yeah, because <laughs> lawyers are very truthful. So Hey, how about we move on to our next segment? Oh, the Lakers are bad? Yeah. Oh, I love, I love that one. Yeah. I love this segment. We should do this one every show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that we can. So the La- I think that we definitely can. Because so, they're bad. So the Lakers just lost, right? The most recent game. Who did they play? They got thrashed. The Pelicans. By the yeah. Pelicans. And the fans were booing their own team. As in the Lakers fans Ooh, were booing so. LeBron after he turned Ooh. the ball over. And, and I was watching the video, and the, the guys literally Ooh. said, well, it's been the 18th turnover for the Lakers. How about let's just see how many turnovers they can get? Yeah, sounds like a good idea, Brian. <laughs> or <laughs> it was like ridiculous. And then the fans started booing. And it's like, oh my gosh. It's and a train wreck. The started booing. And then the family started booing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a train wreck in Los Angeles. Oh, and yeah. I don't know if they know what to do about it. Because they got no cap space. Because they got Anthony Davis and LeBron James. right? And Russell Westbrook. And Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So what's the problem? Chemistry? Uh, That's got to be it, right? I think it's not having... <laughs> It's old age. Yeah. <laughs> and old age. <laughs> They're losing their basketball IQ in their old age. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, do we need to say anything <laughs> more about the Lakers other than that they're just bad? Uh, they have... <laughs> they're five games below 500. Basketball dementia. <laughs> basketball dementia. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our guess who. You guys want to just get started with your first guesses? Absolutely. All right. Is this person American? Yes. Does this person play any of the following? Basketball, baseball, or football? Yes. Is this person an active player? No. Was this player a baseball player? Yes. Oh, nice. Cool. Did this person retire after the year 2000? No. Did this person play before the 1960s? Yes. Mm. One. Is this person Joe DiMaggio? No. Is it Ty Cobb? No. <laughs> oh, you got us with the fake. Pump fake. <laughs> <laughs> Ian gave us a look that it was going to be it. Okay. Is the player Jackie Robinson? No. <laughs> you really Stop doing that. <laughs> Dislike. That's so funny. You're the worst. I, sh- I don't mean that. Take that out. <laughs> I don't think you're the worst. Cut. Sh- strike that. <laughs> All right. We'll strike it. Show me Mickey Mantle. The answer is no. Just so everyone knows where we're at right now, we are at the final lock-in answer. All 10 questions have been asked, and they have one more guess to pick a person at random and see if they have the right answer. And I will respond by not saying yes or no, but by saying the correct answer. So, here we go. All right, Matt, so we're thinking it's either... Yeah, we should have included some of the the talk through. But yes, we're down to Ted Williams, Babe Ruth, or Cy Young. Yeah, oh man. Babe Ruth just seems too obvious. It does seem way too obvious. And there's still Al Kaline, but we're thinking maybe he's just a Detroit legend. Yeah. For the final answer, locking it in. This has been very stressful. It's super stressful. We also realized that we should have done, we should have asked. A parlay. Yeah, like about like, like four three, questions three ago. Three or four different players that it could have been. Yeah. Choose from there. Kind of like we do with the sports. Yeah. But okay. you live and you learn. Is it Babe Ruth? The correct answer is 
the great Bambino oh, himself. <laughs> let's go! The that is so huge. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the great Bambino, the Sultan of Swat, Babe Ruth himself, Mr. George Herman. A little bit about George Herman. He was born February 6, 1895. That was a long time ago, ladies and gentlemen. And he died August 16th, 1948 at age 53. I already was a little bit of a smoker. Uh, he did play for the Boston Red Sox. Uh-huh. He made his debut July 11th, 1914, right in the middle of the World War One. And his last MLB appearance was May 30th, 1935 with the Boston Braves. Wow. And he did spend the majority of his career in New York with the Yankees. Yeah. So you were right about that. The history of baseball is very cool. That oh, was incredible. So cool. That was riveting. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Two-time All-Star, seven-times World Series champion, and most notably, probably, Major League Baseball all-century team. Cool. So, there you go. That's super cool. Yeah. Well, enough with that. How about this week's shot clock? I'm the judge this week, so let's just get it rolling. Today's topic is the best places to travel. Go. Wyoming. Jackson Jackson Hole. I said uh, it. Texas. <laughs> um, Colorado. Seattle. Utah. Um, um, Frankfurt, Michigan. Southern California. Uh, Lake Michigan. Um, <clears throat> up north. Sleeping Bear Dunes. The UP. Um, which includes South Carolina. Pictured Rocks. Um, Atlantic Ocean, Pacific East Coast, Ocean, Florida, uh, the Florida Keys, Alabama, Italy, Panama France, City Beach, North. Time, 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 time. Wow. You had a strong comeback in the end. Yeah, I did. <laughs> wow. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I might, we might have to wait until next week. Tune in next wow. week to find the answer. All right. All right. Well, tune in next week to hear the answer, the, the winner of this week's Shot Clock. You're listening to us on Radio Free Hills, 1.7 FM. I'm Ian. He's Noah and he's Matt. You're listening to Mostly Sports. We'll catch you guys next week.